Welcome to episode 57, All About Milan. And I have to say that Milan was a really nice surprise, even though we weren't supposed to be going there. Unfortunately, we had to change plans due to flooding in Italy, and we tell you all about what happened. With our weekend in Milan, we were determined to get out and explore as much as possible. Listen to hear why trying to find the Duomo started out as a very frustrating problem and the simple fix that had us in front of the stunning cathedral in under 10 minutes. We also share all about the spectacular Galleria Vittorio Emanuel and the oldest cafe where we had breakfast. We went early to avoid the crowds and it was a great decision. Listeners, we were surprised and delighted to discover the canals in Milan complete with gondolas. We explored the canal area before we found a massive castle. Come with us as we walk through the castle with its moat, towers and seven metre thick walls to the extensive gardens and ponds that has its own Arc de Triomphe replica called the Arc of Peace. Stay listening to the end as we walk around the outside of an ancient arena and eventually find a way to see what was actually inside. We were so surprised. Oh, and also hear about what the arena was used for centuries ago. Trust me, you won't be able to guess. Hope you enjoy episode 57, All About Milan, and don't forget to click on the link in the podcast description for the show notes where you can see all the photos of the places we talk about when we visited Milan. Cheers! And welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Leanne. And I'm Lyle, and this is the travel podcast for beach-loving, wine-drinking couples over 50. So if that sounds like you, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax and listen as we go travelling the world one wine at a time. Cheers. Buongiorno, ciao. Ciao, baby. That's going to be really, really quickly, I think. Ciao, buongiorno. Buongiorno. Good morning, Lyle. Yeah, good day. We are here um, ready to do a podcast today, episode 57, all about Milan or Milano, as the locals call it. That's like how I call it, Milano. Milano. Well, why wouldn't you? That's what they call it, right? Anyway, like we call Sydney, Sydney. No, we don't. Did you, are you going to tell the folks why we've come to Milan? Sure. We are in Milan. It wasn't our first choice. I think that's what Lyle is um, hinting at. He's given me the, the look there. We had a weekend in Milan because we had a cancellation of a weekend that we were going to in Bologna. And I think we might have mentioned this in a previous podcast that we were going, and I think I did say it had been cancelled. We were going to Bologna to the Imola F1 where Lyle's godson Harry was racing and that was cancelled due to some horrific flooding around the area. And so we weren't, we didn't want to go to Bologna and I'm glad we, we didn't because there was actually um, the train line was closed down and all sorts of stuff. So, Yeah, I was sort of pretty concerned that uh, if we got in, whether or not we'd be able to get out. Mm. <clears throat> and that turned out to be the case. Yeah, a good yeah. call. So, so got an email to say the train trip that we had booked had been cancelled, even though we weren't going to be on that train. So. Yeah. And Milan seemed the obvious choice because after Milan we were going to Como and it's a pretty easy trip from Milan to Como. So, um, and we talked about going to Milan before. So here we are in Milan. Yeah. Well, we got there first. We had to get there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. so we uh, we caught the taxi from the apartment to the Verona. We were, yeah, we were in Verona. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, to the uh, Verona Porta Nueva station. Nuevo. Uh, there's multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. However, there are, there are lifts 
and there's plenty of information screens. Yeah, um, this is in the Verona train station. Yeah, yeah, we had a prepaid mm -hmm. ticket. Mm -hmm. um, the regional train was uh, 13 euro uh, for a two hour trip or the fast train was 29 euro and that took about an hour and 15 and we, minutes. we took the fast train? Yeah, we did, we yeah. did. And uh, yeah, look, the, the, the railway uh, travel here in Italy is fabulous. Yeah. We arrived at the Milan railway station. Um, how did you find that, Leonita? <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm starting to sense a real shift in the way our podcasts are, are, are handling here, are going. <laughs> I'm the one that does the questioning, mate. Oh, sorry, mate. Just get it right, okay? Okay, All yeah. Right. Well, So when we got to Milan, Lyle, hmm. yes, I, Milano, I, um, I found that the train station was massive. I was blown away. You know, it's like four stories high. It's got huge dome ceilings. It's like a massive shopping centre and packed full of people. Like yeah. It's, 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 um, it, it was so busy. Yeah. yeah. It's the second busiest, second busiest in Italy. Um, it does, has about 3,000, sorry, 300,000 passengers a day. A day. A day and about 600 trips. Yeah, it's a lot. So it's it? crazy. However, um, the good part about it is that um, all the platforms are on one level mm -hmm. and it's very, very well signed. It is, yeah. And uh, we followed the signs to the taxi rank and it was right outside the door, but it was raining. It was pretty easy to get a, a taxi too, wasn't it? Sure. And we could have walked, I suppose. It wasn't that far, but because it was raining and it was relatively heavy, we took, uh, I think it was, I think it was about eight euro for the taxi. So it wasn't. I don't think we could have walked. It was quite busy. Anyway. Yeah, we, but anyway. We, um, we booked a nice hotel, the NH Collection um, Hotel. Yeah. Yes, we did. Uh, it wasn't cheap, um, but I think that's possibly because. We booked it, was, it the last minute. Yeah, it was really? a last minute thing. Mm -hmm. And it was like 589 euro, which is uh, about 960 bucks. Yeah, for two nights. Yeah, we still haven't got the money back, or we haven't tried to get the money back and try and claim insurance on that one in, yeah. in Bologna because that wasn't cheap either because the F1 was going to be on. But anyway, yeah. you know. That, um, yeah, but the, the hotel itself was was pretty uh, pretty swish, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? We, we were lucky enough to be able to get our room straight away. Yeah. Uh, the room wasn't that big, but it was, you know, the bed was comfy and, you know, there was no complaints. They had a bar downstairs, uh, fairly um big bar with uh lounge chairs and furniture and a pool table a and pool table a yeah and it was all good yeah it was yeah it was good so but we did decide we were gonna um dump our stuff and we we're only there for the weekend so we um headed off even though it was raining to find the the duomo didn't we yeah Which we is did obviously the the church that it's very that milano is um uh, famous for yeah. And, um, yeah, we got a map for, at reception and the guy at reception was really, really friendly and really, really helpful. Said, turn left, turn left. And then, yeah. But then I put my um, uh, Google Maps on mm. and um, I'm thinking, how can it be, you know, like this isn't making sense. It's wanting me to go left. And we, we, that guy told us you just basically follow your nose and go straight ahead. And so what Leanne's really saying, it took a little bit longer than it should have. And then, but Leanne, give her credit, she worked out that she had her Google Maps on car. Yeah, I rather, rather than walking. walking. Thanks. That, yeah, I knew I was going to say that, so I thought I'd get it first. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one to do that. 
because our Google Maps has got us all around Italy so far. So it's um it's a pretty handy thing to have. We did we stop though and have something to yeah, eat? Yeah, we first, did. We did we? at the yeah. Melanese Cafe. We had uh, some juice and some uh, focaccia, as I used to call them, focaccias. And uh, look, it was about thirty-six euro, but there was uh, salmon and avocado. Yeah, it was beautiful. They like were two really big nice. Of toast. One was covered in beautiful fresh avocado slices, and the other one was covered in smoked salmon slices. So it was yeah, that was that was divine. Yeah, it? yeah, it was good. So it's a, look, you know, walking time probably took us twenty-five minutes. Yeah. Um, and we the first thing we came across just outside the. Um, the big Waters. shopping center, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which you walk through the uh, what is it, the Galleria yeah. Vittorio, yes. Vittorio, uh, Emmanuel II, uh, shopping plaza, which is what you see shopping mall, which is what the every picture if you, if you Google Milan, yeah, um, that's what comes up as that, that Galleria. Um, so, to go through there, you go through the Piazza della Scala. Mm. Uh, with a statue of, I think, Milano's um, favourite oh, son, sorry. Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. And he was around from uh, 1452 to 1519. Now, there's some interesting things about him. About... <laughs> he didn't go to school. Didn't he? No, he didn't. And... Do you know what? I'm sure lots of people back then didn't, but anyway. And he liked to dissect corpses. No. Uh, he wrote in reverse because he didn't want the, to smudge. And this is crazy. Bill Gates bought his notebook for $30.8 million, and it's the most expensive book ever sold. There you go. And the and statue is very impressive. All right, just take a breath. Lyle's got all his exciting <laughs> research. So then we walked into the. Can I talk? Yeah, sure. Thank you, darling. So. We didn't know about the Leonardo statue. We just came across that and thought, oh, this is impressive. And then, of course, you look up and there is the entrance to the Galleria and um, it is massive, enormous and absolutely stunning. Uh, however, it was filled with thousands of people in with their umbrellas and wet gear and, and stuff. So, But you, I did get some nice photos on that day and, we wandered around in awe a little bit, sort of, you know, didn't we? Like, because it's like a big um, cross shape, isn't it? Correct, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I'm sure you've got some information about the Galleria, have you? This will surprise you, but I have. Its nickname <laughs> is the Salon of Milan. Yes. Okay. And it was built between 1865 and 1877. It's Italy's oldest active shopping mall. Mm. It's four-storey double arcade. Uh, home to some of the oldest shops and restaurants, uh, that, which include the Biffy Cafe. Which, which I'm going to talk about that in a little while. Go on. Okay. Biffy, well, yeah, tell me well that was founded in 1867 by pastry chef Paolo Biffy. Right. Uh, it's a neo-Renaissance architecture. Mm. Um, Leanne's told you about the fact that it was cross-shaped. Yeah. Uh, and it is called the Octagon where the central dome measures 47 metres. Yes, it's good. it has that big dome. Yeah, it's, ma yeah, it's, it's amazing. The floor itself, it's a like mosaic floor, beautiful. and it is just beautiful. And actually, I've got a really nice picture of the floor because we did go back and there weren't so many people. I'm going to tell you about that in a minute as well. But the, the beachtravelwine.com, um, episode 57, 
is a beautiful photo of of the mosaic sort of leading up to the big arch um, dome ceiling. Beautiful. Yeah, and the shop fit out. So remember the, the that shop as you walk in with the, the lines. lines, and that's in the the on our website as well. Yeah, yeah. and basically it's just all the luxury um, retail. It's got you know the horticulture, jewelry, books, paintings. And then you've got Prada, Gucci, anything you could think of the luxury brands, Louis Vuitton, Armani, yeah. it's all there. It's all there. And then there's hotels or apart above it. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah, them, yeah. You know, have, have hotels at, um, so in those four stories. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm sure, you know, most people know that the, uh, you know, Milan or Milano, as the locals say, it's world-renowned as the fashion centre yeah. of, uh, of Italy fashion and world fashion probably. And it's also got the Italian Stock Exchange, yeah. Milano. Yeah, I think, yeah, it is known as, as the fashion sort of centre. And, and you know, there's those big lines, as you said, in, yeah. um, in the shop fronts. And as I said, I've got photos of those and you can see them in our Instagram stories. Um, you go to the highlights of Milan. But also there's a bull in the middle of the shopping centre, yeah? Yeah. In the mosaics. In the mosaics, right yeah. Right in yeah. the middle. And... There's a, a rumour, is it? Legend. A, a legend, that's the word, that if you spin on it three times, Correct. yeah, you, what, you get good luck. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, there was yeah. a few people spinning around yeah. uh, while, while we were there, yes? Well, we didn't do it because we didn't need the good luck because we were always lucky. Before we take you out into the Piazza Duomo, um, I want to ask listeners uh, a favour. We getting lots of feedback about our Italian episodes and our, um, the previous one to this was Trieste and I've had people messaging me and just saying how good it was and how helpful it's been. And I'm just um, asking listeners if you could take the time and I know you're listening, most of you on Spotify and Apple, to to share this episode. If you know someone who's planning to go to Italy, um, please um, yeah, share this one, episode 57, all about Milan. Or if on our website um, we have a whole page of all the Italy uh, podcasts and show notes and pictures. So um, wwwbeachtravelwine forward slash Italy and, you know, just share that with people because, I mean, I know there's lots of people coming to Italy and I, we've got so much information that will be helpful and relevant to them. So yes or no? Two. Yeah. So let's get back to Milan, Milano. We've just walked through the beautiful Galleria Vittorio Emanuele and we are now in the Piazza Duomo. Let me paint the picture because it's a grey, rainy day. There's umbrellas everywhere. The square has um, fencing and scaffolding set up. There's a, co a big um, concert, a stage set up. They're having a big um, outdoor event and so we don't know if the plaza is full of people for to see the Duomo or the concert or, or obviously both. Um, but rising above all those people is the cathedral and it certainly is striking, yeah? Yeah, it's, uh, it's huge. Yeah. Um, and um, I'll give you a little bit of info. It's got a few spikes on it, spires on it too. Spires, it? yes. Yeah. It's got 153 spires. Yeah. Uh, well, you said actually the other day we were talking about, and you said it really reminded you of the Sagrada Familia in, yeah, in, in Barcelona. In, in yeah. Barcelona, yes. and and I think part of that is because of the spires, because there's so many spires, and, and they're ornately decorated. Yes, they are. So the Duomo Milano actually opens between nine a.m. and seven p.m. 
you can, as an adult, it's 13 euro. And, and with that 13 euro, you get to use the lift. So I think it's 10 euro if you Okay. I'm not sure that I, that must be an upgrade. Yes. I don't know why it's the you good. Want fries with that? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> dedicated to the Nativity of St. Mary. Right. Its uh, architecture is, would be classified as Gothic Renaissance. Uh, it was uh, groundbroken, um, the original building. This is the original building in 1386. It wasn't completed till 1965. That's mm. unbelievable. Yeah, that was a good year. Yeah, well, that yes, that was the <laughs> year on, can I say? <laughs> no, we'll just move on. Okay, we'll Let just people, move on. Leave that to people's imaginations. Uh, it's got a capacity of 40,000. Yeah. Uh, the length is 158.6 metres. The width is 92 metres mm. or 302 feet. The height is 180 at um, 350. 54 feet. Uh, feet, yep, and it has, a, what, no, no, what did I say, I said 133, maybe, five, 100, no, it is, it's 135 spies, yeah. look, it is overwhelming, um, and uh, Leanne, actually, I didn't even see it, but Leanne did see, there was a statue mounted right at the top of the Duomo, and it's like solid gold, gold. So look at that, yeah, gold. yeah, and that's actually the, they call it the Madonna Nina uh, statue, and that was put in the, probably the early 1700s. That was put on there, and the reason they put it, that on is they wanted the, that statue or a statue. Um, Madonna has to be the highest one in the city. So yeah, in the yeah. city. So yeah. the, the, the they find the highest. Spot. Yeah. So as buildings grew higher, um, they put. Um, Re, not replacement, but uh, reproductions. Yeah, re, re, reproductions of that particular statue in gold as the buildings got higher. And I think the, the biggest one now or the highest one now is the Alliance okay. building. The Alliance building. Yeah. yeah. So, um, look, just as a description, the things that sort of got me about the Duomo, on one side of it where they must be doing repairs or, or sort something. Sort of around almost the back of it. Yeah, you've got this huge, huge... Um, cinema screen, yeah, you know, convert, advertising yeah. screen. Like it, it was it seemed out of place. Didn't it, it did, it did. But um, here's a couple of um, uh, information uh, or critics of the actual building. There's a guy by the name of John Ruskin, yes. who was an art critic in 1819 to 1900. Um, from every style in the world. And every style spoiled. This is his critics of the building. Critique of it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not a ray of invention in the sing in a single form. The statues all over are the worst common stonemason jarred pieces and look pinned on just for show. Oscar Wilde said to his mother, sent a letter to his mother. The cathedral is an awful failure. Outside, the design is monstrous and inartistic. The over-elaborate details stuck high where no one can see them. Everything is vile in it. It is, however, imposing and gigantic as a failure. So they weren't real keen on it. But and, Well, I was going to say, why don't you go and have a look uh, at um, beachtravelwine.com um, episode 57, because I, I did take quite a few photos of the outside of the Duomo. 
and let people make their own um, sure. decisions about about that. Sure, um, sure. But there's one. There's. Can I just one? You know, I love to find out little things that not many people know. <laughs> there is inside the duermo. Reportedly. Of, reportedly. Well, no, I think Allegedly. it's there. No, it's here. It's there. It's okay. there. It's the Sacro Chiodo, which is the Holy Nail. It is, perp uh, sorry, it is purportedly, purportedly is the word. Yeah, allegedly. One of the nails from the cross of Christ, miraculously found, according to tradition, by Elena, Emperor Constantine's mother. Mm, well, that's. Well, that's amazing. Lyle's such a cynic. <laughs> well, you know, it's a little bit like, you know, the Holy Grail in... in well, they've got to uh, be somewhere, Lyle, you right? know, so You know, and St James <laughs> and, like, I just get it, you know. Um, but Constantine, mother, well, Constantine was the the Roman emperor that um, said that the old Catholics were the right religion. So I jumped quickly from the um, Galleria to the Duomo, um, and I skipped over the Piazza Duomo, which is what you come across. And I talked about the, how many people and the stage and stuff. But you know that's quite an impressive square, isn't it? That yeah, Piazza. yeah, it is. It's um, it's it's huge. Yeah, absolutely huge. Um, look, there's a, a very very um, big yeah. statue there, and it's basically uh, the statue of Vittorio Emanuel the second. Oh, the one that the um, Galleria is named after. You would think so. There would huh. that would the, lend the, itself the, the, to that. Yep. Or yep. it could be two. Yeah, yeah. Now he uh he was born eighteen seventy nine to eighteen ninety six and his real claim to fame I was gonna say, what's his claim to fame? He was the first king of an independent United Italy. Okay. So you see, we've seen uh, statues of him um, before. He's obviously a bit of a big deal, yeah. but that's pretty imposing. And, and then, the, as Leanne said, the rest of the square was they were having a a, uh, um, a radio station rock concert. Mm -hmm. That's what the the deal yeah. was. And so, what we decided to do? Can I yeah. move on from yeah. the from the? Thank you. Sure, you're in charge. Yeah, apparently, uh, what we decided to do is we we're going to get out of there. Uh, we looked at the forecast that. The next day, because this was Saturday, the next day, Sunday was our uh, full day, we were going to start the day and come back there and hopefully early and, you know, maybe get a few photos and just have a bit more of a look around when it wasn't so busy. And we started to head back and we decided that we were going to do a hop-on, hop-off tour because that's a really good way, especially if you only have a small amount of time. Or actually, even if you've got a long amount of time, it's good because then you can see where you want to go. But it's a good way to see the city. Yeah, yeah, do a bit of a recce. A bit of a recce. And we hopped on the yellow line only because that's where we were. And, and it was the first bus. It was the first bus that came and we, we hopped on. Didn't yeah, we? it was 24 euro and that's uh, each and that's for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. And that's on your ticket. So Yeah, so this was maybe three-ish in the afternoon. Yeah. So um, we then had to three o'clock the next day. So, um, you know, we uh, enjoyed the hop on hop off bus and we're going to tell you about a couple of places that we went to the next day um because we we had we had seen them right yeah yeah so i think that probably took us i don't know we were on there for nearly a couple of hours weren't we yeah and um uh yeah did our little recce and we we hopped off and once again it took me a while to find our way home i thought we we're a bit closer than what we were but that didn't matter we wandered around you know we like exploring and 
we managed to farm. It wasn't raining this time um, on the way back. I think we had our umbrella up maybe once and we headed back to the hotel. We were exhausted, but, you know, we went and had a drink and we met some people there. There was um, a whole group of, uh, like, women from and one guy from Australia. Yes. Yeah, and they, they're all from Melbourne. Yes. And they were doing a tour. And then there were those two young guys from London or Manchester, I think. Yeah, from Manchester they were. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. And, and um, they were there for a house music festival. Yeah. And one of the guys actually owned a restaurant in Manchester. Yeah, um, called Fussy Eaters. Yeah. He kept telling me what it was, and and I and I can't do the English accent, but um, when he slowed down and tried to do it in an Aussie accent, I got that it was Fussy Eaters. I, you know, I, I didn't understand him. I thought he was saying Fussy Eaters and Fussy Eaters. Anyway, it um, we, we they were really nice, really nice people as well. And we just decided that we were going to eat um, at the hotel that night, didn't we? Yeah, well, fortunately, we we uh, made our new best friend, which is uh, the, barman. the barman, and he's Giovanni. Uh -huh. And um, uh, well, I was looking at me as if to say, look at me, I remember the name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me to spell us. Yeah, but, yeah, Giovanni was excellent. Yeah. I mean, he was really, really good. And fortunately... They had our new favourite Italian wine, Lagana. Lagana. So, La, Lagana. Yes. And so, um, yeah. So we, uh, we first of all we had a gin and tonic, and then we thought, well, we will go, and we're going to have an early night anyway. So um, we had pizza, I think. Oh, yeah. And uh, and uh, Lagana. A Lagana, and we had a lovely afternoon. We watched that. It was the. Um, European Rugby Union final. Yeah. They had a big screen, so we watched that. And as Leanne said, we introduced ourselves to the girls uh, from Melbourne. And, um, yeah, it was really, really a, a pleasant afternoon. It was, yeah. So um, what Lyle didn't tell you, though, is we wanted a bottle of Lagana um, to take back to our room. And the barman, who at that stage wasn't Giovanni, um, said, no, 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 it's, it was going to be 40-something euro. And we said, no, no, it was only, you know, 32 or something, right? And um, he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, well, we just paid that for, for a bottle. And um, anyway, so we're like, no, we're not paying that for it. Ridiculous. So we, um, yeah, we, we went back up to our room. So we went back up our room and decided that we, on the room service bill, the room service menu, they had the bottle and it was the same price as what we paid. So um, um, we ordered it and Giovanni brought it up and uh, he apologised because, you know, he's, he said the one the guy, the younger guy was trying to um, sell us was a sparkly one. Yeah, it was champagne. Yeah. And, um, and he said, so here's your Lagana. Lagana. Um, but by the time we paid the eight euro room service uh, charge, we basically <laughs> paid more yeah, than what we Yeah, paid. but we, we didn't pay quite as much as the champagne, but it wasn't far off it. <laughs> so uh, off to bed we went. There was two, there's two lessons there. Make sure you get friendly with the, the, the barman. And uh, secondly, um, yeah, you can be, outsmart yourself. Yeah, we probably didn't need it anyway. So no, that's anyway. true. So let's get on. We're, we're, getting, we're getting lost in the details here and we've got so much to tell about our full day in Milano because we did shitloads basically. So we were up early because uh, I wanted to get back to the Duomo, have a look in the plaza when it wasn't so busy and um, it was a bit better, so off we went. And... It was, I mean, it was, there were still people around, obviously, because it was, you know, I think it was 8.30 a.m. And um, what was quite funny is all the um, the Instagram influencers, you know, there's people oh, with yeah. the matching outfits and 
you know, their the poses and stuff. But good luck to them. I mean, um, they they spark, they bright, pardon me, brighten up the spot a little bit. Uh, so I did get a couple more photos um, of the Galleria and also of um, the Duomo, um, and they're on our website, uh, episode fifty-seven. But and then we Lyle mentioned um, earlier that we about the Biffy Cafe, the oldest one. Well, we you know, by randomness, chose that one to have a coffee and a croissant in. Yeah, we didn't know at the time it was the oldest cafe yeah. in uh, Italy. But um, and these little cafes, they, they sort of jut out into the Galleria and they've got like a, an awning and they've got pretty flowers and they're ornate and, and they're just so Italian and you just want to sit there and have a, have, well, this time they want to have a coffee. So we were sort of thinking. Oh, I think we were the first or second table. Yeah, you this know, is going so. to cost us a fortune, but it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. We had um, we had caf, uh, two cappuccinos and a couple of croissants, and it was like um, seventeen euros. Yeah. So, and the coffee was great. Yeah, the coffee was yeah. well. We haven't had a bad cup of coffee, have we? We haven't had a bad coffee. So that that was nice. We went back and did that, and so after that, we we decided we were going to um, uh, get back on the bus and go and see a couple of the things that we discovered the day before. And so the first stop was, um, which we didn't even know, that Milan has canals. Correct. Yeah, like quite a lot of canals. So we hopped off the bus in the canal area and, you know, they're quite wide and there's bridges over them and and aligning the canals are restaurants and, and bars and there's lots of beautiful um, climbing vines and beautiful smelling flowers. And we, yeah, I was amazed. Like, do you want to tell us a bit about the canals, Lyle? I'm, he's itching here to tell me. I'm champing at the bit. Um, the, there's two major canals, and they're the Pavasi and the Grande. Uh, there's 49.9 kilometres. Let's say 50. Or 31 miles of canals. There's 25 stone or steel bridges. Mm. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci started working on the canals in 1482. Uh, it was used, and originally it was used to transport the marble used to build the Duomo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sense. that was pretty clever. Yeah. Um, the systems uh, consists of five canals. Today, the canals are mainly used for irrigation. And I was going to say, like, they're not like the Venice canals which wind around the buildings and stuff. They're, they're all long, straight um, canals. And But we did see Gondola. Yeah, we did see one. The, yeah, like there's guy and the guy paddleboarding next to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were chatting away. Yeah. And people are, you know, obviously on the shore and they know the bloke, you know. Yeah, chatting away. Yeah, everybody's chatting hey, Giovanni, away. Yeah, yeah, Antonio. Yeah, it was really, really good. And for those that like the old flea market, um, along every Saturday morning, mm. the Fiera de Senegalia uh, uh, operates on one of the canals. canals. I actually thought the canals were yes. really, really had a cool vibe. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. We, we sort of, the cut, there's a couple places we stopped in and, one was like, um, I think it was like the licensing house for boats or something, and um, and I know that, and it was like engraving or something, and it had beautiful pictures on the wall and the little garden area, and then there's some old little um, houses or little shacks along the way as well, you know, which now they've now turned into obviously restaurants and things and some funky shops, and 
Yeah, I thought that was, it was fabulous. And, you know, once again, go to beachtravelwine.com episode 57 and, and have a look. But if you want to see that gondola, the guy on the gondola, um, on Instagram at Beach Travel Wine, if you up the top of story highlights, if you go to Milan, um, you'll you'll see that because that was that was pretty cool. I was I was I was surprised. It was great. Well, apparently at night too, that that whole area turns into the nightclub area. Yeah. Well, we actually ran into some people who had been staying in Milan. That was Ashley and Kyle, and they stayed in the canal area, and they said it was fabulous. You know, like to. Oh right, time. okay. Yeah, oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah, they said, okay. it was, they said it was. Yeah, really good. Have you got anything else you want to talk about the canals? No. You enjoyed them though. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a, had a really cool vibe. As I said, another um, thing that Milan is famous for is I think it probably has the most famous painting in Italy. There, would you say? Go close to it. Sure, it's uh, the uh, Leonardo da Vinci's uh, Last Supper. The Last Supper, and it's massive. Yes, it is. It's uh, 4.3 by... Metres. Yeah, by 8.8, I think it is. Yeah. So it's massive. Look, it's uh, we actually drove past the the convent that... Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's in the a, convent. Yeah, the Santa Maria del Grazi. Yes. Uh, where Leonardo da Vinci's painting of the famous Last Supper. Mm. It's open from 9 to 12.20 and from 3 to 5. It's a Dominican. It's a yeah, I know. They're, well, they're very specific. Uh, Dominican convent. Uh, it's UNESCO World Heritage Site. Um, the Duke of Milan, Francesco Sforza, ordered the construction of the convent. Uh, the ground bacon was 1463. It was completed in 1497. And he also commissioned Leonardo, uh, Leonardo to paint the, the mural. Um, a guided tour is between 100 and 150 Australian. Uh, the normal entry is 15 euro. Now that you've got to book it, yeah, because they only let 18 people in every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Last Supper is not a fresco, mm-hmm. uh, though it is a, a wall painting. Da Vinci invented a new method to complete the Last Supper. Da Vinci needed time to work on the Last Supper time that fresco paintings don't allow for mm. so uh yeah sorry it was it's 4.6 meters by 8.8 meters mm-hmm. and it is located on the wall in the convent's refractory now i had a, no idea what a refractory was but a refractory is um where all the nuns yes uh, or priests or brothers um co- uh, collect to have their meals so it's just on the wall in a communal so, like dining um, room dining room yeah right okay, so, so that's the last the, the original last supper that's the original last supper there are there is one in the louvre and i think there's copies replicas mm-hmm. all around the place oh, there, oh there was one in where was that that was stop pointing at me yes there was a replica i was going to say you get excited don't you honey there there there's a replica, a small one, um, in um, the Miramara Castle in Trieste, which I mentioned in the Trieste podcast. You can hear all about that. Okay, so back on the bus we are. And Lyle's like, um, I want to go. So where are we going to go now? Uh, we saw a big castle uh, the day before. Yeah, and he's like, I'd like to go to the castle. So we hop off on the, the castle stop Um Actually, we went through a, another train station and had something to eat on our way to the the castle. Yeah, which you is... really enjoyed the toilets there, actually, if I remember. 
the, I think he's the, being a bit of a smart aleck. Um, but we went to the castle for Sesco. Sure, sure, yes. And it's a very imposing uh, building, impressive. Yeah, it's a square, a square plan castle. Yeah. Uh, 200 metre long sides, four towers, and it has seven metre thick walls. I was just about to say, it's like a, if you think of a uh, moat, you know, around a castle, you have the big walls with the big towers and this, and then it's surrounded by the moat, isn't it? Yeah. yeah which doesn't have water in it, but it's still got the big ditch that you walk across. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's open from 7am to 7.30pm daily. It's a medieval fortification and built in 15th century by Francesco Sforza. Mm. Uh, and it was started in 1360 to 1499. It now houses many of the city's museums and art collections. Yeah, so we didn't go into any of those, but, you know, like there were quite a few different um, museums that, that you could go in. So where we went, we just wandered around the courtyard areas, I guess you'd yeah. say, and it was actually free to go in there. We didn't sure. have to pay anything and it was it was great. It was impressive, wasn't yeah. it, really? And they had a lot of murals and that on the, on the walls and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff, so... Yeah, it was really, really good. Now, the history was that, you know, that obviously um, uh, the Francesco Sforza, uh, he had control of it and, you know, like in all yep, Italian, Italian cities now, there was one family that dominated and yep. he the Sforza was the, was the guy. But then... A bit like the McCabe's at Kings Beach. Yeah, 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 that's <laughs> it. Um, so he, he controlled it first and then came the French... Yeah. And then there was a Spanish domination uh, at one stage. Then the Austrians, you know, it's the same, same, same. Yeah. And then good old Napoleon came Nothing's along. Nothing's new in the zoo. Yeah, right? Napoleon the first. So um, after the unification of Italy in the 19th, the castle, 19th century, sorry, the castle was transferred from military use to the city of Milan. The former parade grounds were transformed into Paco Sempione. Which we're going to talk about in one momento. Um, but, yeah, so it, obviously the gardens will now now become a park, yeah, which is which is nice. But I just wanted to reiterate the huge moat, I, you know, around it. I, yeah. that, that, um, and, and we went in one way across the moat through the seven-metre thick wall. What do they call those? Um, uh, yeah, um, drawbridge. Drawbridge, yeah, yeah. Across the drawbridge. And, you know, and a massive big sort of uh, courtyard area, as I said, where you can see the big four towers. There's another sort of big, another big tower on the side where one of the museums is. And um, then um, it caught my eye, like we, we walked out another sort of big archway and across the moat. And that is where we spotted these beautiful gardens. So nothing sort of calls to me more than a beautiful garden. Sure. And... We left the, the castle then because I walked across the drawbridge and all I could see were green sort of um, patches, grass patches, beautiful big trees, and in the distance what looked like um, the Arc de Triomphe. And See. it actually reminded me almost of looking down the, the Champs-Élysées. Absolutely. Only that that's a road and this wasn't. Towards, towards that, and I'm just like, we have got to go. And and discover it. And like and it, even in our hop on hop hop on bus, I didn't see the garden area. 
Um, and so this was a real surprise. Yeah, total surprise. And the sun was out. It's a beautiful day. And we just decided we weren't going to rush to get down to the Arc de Triomphe because I had a look at the, the map that we had and, you know, you could, there's lots of walkways and, yeah, there were. There were wide walkways and they had they were beautiful tree-lined um, paths you could go along. Yeah, well, then the paths were a little bit like Paris, if you remember. They're, they're like that yellow gravel. Gravel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And along the way, um, you know, there's, there's, there's all these beautiful things to look at. There's a couple of ponds, you know, beautiful ponds in the middle and they, you know, had lovely, beautiful plants around them. The ponds had fish in them. You yeah. could see big fish and, and turtles yeah. and ducks. Swans? And swans. And there's a, a bridge that was back from the 1800s, I think, that you cross over to get from one side to the other. Yeah. Uh, I've just gone out of my head, but it will come to me. That's all right. Like, it but... was the Bridge of the Mermaids. Yeah. Uh, it's a pedestrian bridge and it was inaugurated in 1842. Okay. And, and so I've got beautiful pictures of the park, once again, on the website, episode 57, or, you know, or videos of it, and uh, on our Instagram highlights of Milan. Just, yeah, it was lovely. And, and so we walked up all the way, um, it's quite a distance. Like, how big is it? It's like 38.6 hectares. 38, you're correct. And the, or, oh. as some may say, 95 Acres. Yeah, huge. Yeah, look, it opens at 6.30 to 9 p.m. daily. It was established in 1888 to 1894. Um, probably the biggest statue is the, because there's statues everywhere mm. around it, and it's an equestrian monument to Napoleon III. It was completed in 1881 but deemed too controversial and it was not installed in until 1927 yeah. so because old uh uh napoleon was a was a french king okay. so yeah that is a big statue and it's a huge statue but then we went down as i said to the arc de triomphe i'm sure it's not called that um no it's called the uh porto sempione uh no it's not it's, it's the archer piece okay yeah okay the sempione is the park name obviously um so the arch piece and on top of that there's a big bronze um chariot with six horses and you know a big statue there as well isn't there there is uh this uh, marked by a landmark triumphant arch called the arco della pa uh, uh, so the archer piece dated back to the 19th century yep uh 1807 under napoleon rule the arch was built mm. on the striking bronze statue a chariot drawn by six horses and led by Minerva, the goddess of war. Yes. And but they basically what they say the goddess of war is that uh, that represents peace because she always wanted peace. So, but when the day we were there, they had like a massive fun run or something. Yeah, so, it was a women's thing. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and so the whole around the bottom of the the arch of peace were, you know, um, tents and, and people. And there was a huge staging area. Yeah, yeah, there. So that, that's, um, but just added to the atmosphere, didn't it? it, was, it was yeah, and nice. there was, like there was loud music and it was a really, really good vibe, yeah. But then on the, the map, uh, I saw there was um, to the, the right side of the, the arch, there was what they called an arena. Um, yes. And all it was was just like a drawing of a, looked like a little arena. 
and so we decided we were going to we were going to go and find the arena which was actually pretty easy to find and neither walk through the the pretty gardens the green and because they'd had so much rain the grass was so green and they've got the massive big trees and there's people you know, because the sun's out, they're finally picnicking and, you know, out enjoying the sunshine. And walking their dogs. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, so we sort of got out of the main area and found the arena and we walked all the way around the outside of the arena and there was nobody there. No one. You know, like I thought, all oh, you silly people in the Duomo Square, why aren't you out here enjoying the beautiful sunshine and park? But I'm glad they weren't. So, yeah, we walked around this ancient arena and got to the front and um, I could see you could go in there. and But I just thought because there's no one around, I you know, I had no idea. So we decided we were going to go in and, and have a look inside. And I was so glad that we decided to go inside because another thing I noticed from the outside, you could see this. I said to Lyle, check out that. And he looked up and he was like, bloody hell, it's a massive big chandelier, right? Mm. And um, I'm like, oh, I'm hoping we can go in there. I thought it must have been a private residence or a private hotel or something. But anyway, we were able to go in, weren't we? Yep. Yeah. And I think it was like, wasn't free, but she said it's like a three euro donation, which which we paid. And, yeah. And um, up we went just, and there's only that with the one room that you're allowed in, but it's that lovely big ballroom, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, maybe not a ball. Anyway, it's a massive big room with those two chandeliers and the photos I got of those are just stunning. And um, from there, you walk outside and you're actually on the balcony of and look, overlooking the inside of the arena because from the outside walking around the arena, you cannot see what's in there. You've got no idea mm. what's in there, have you? Yeah, all you can see is the big lighting towers. Of, yeah, it's a couple of big lights. So, so in we go and, uh, you know, on the balcony and there was one other, two, two like a couple and they left. And we are the only people inside this ancient arena. Sure. And it, right in the middle is a football field, a soccer field. Yep. It's and around... then there's a 400-metre running track around the outside yeah, of it. So, so it's like the athletic club, they call it now. Ah, I see. I didn't realise that. Yeah. 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 But it was opened in 1807. Uh, it's neoclassical architecture. Um, as, but... as Leanne said, it's got it's mainly used for football, yeah. rugby and athletics. Uh, However, it wasn't always there. like it was full of water. That's right. We uh, we introduced ourselves to who what we thought was an English speaking guide, but he wasn't. He was Italian, but and he showed us some photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he oh. spoke Spanish, so we were able to that's right. yeah, communicate with him. That's right. That we, yeah, 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 yeah. Lima was able to speak Spanish with him, but it was incredible. He showed us all these photos of all the. Reenactments uh, yeah, of, of battles, yeah, uh, like uh, sea battles. Yeah. So the whole arena, at some point, was full of water. Yeah, that's so, what it was built as. Yeah, like I just said, yeah, it was amazing. It was, yeah, well, I guess it wasn't that far away from the canals. I don't know. But... Well, that's obviously what filled them was the canals. Yeah. So um... I just felt, and you went actually down the the old steps and had a wander around and a bit of a closer look, and yeah. So yeah, so it's, it's quite. Interesting seeing the photos I took because, you know, you've got the old, um, you know, uh, obviously terrace seating and then you've got the modern um, athletic track and the football field. Yeah, it, is, it, was a bit, it was a bit weird. Yeah, it was. But it's um, but interesting what they use it for now um, as for they've had acts, as I said, the reconstruction of the naval battles. 
but they also had Buffalo Bill's Wild West show there. I can see that. Yeah, so I, well, well, it wasn't. There was research that I did this. No, but, but I can imagine that happening there. Yeah, right? yeah, sure, yeah. sure. And they had, and then, you know, probably more modern uh, acts like Joe Cocker, Sting, The Cure, Lenny Kravitz, Robert Plant. Yeah, so all these, and like the list went on. That I just listed the probably more famous ones. So they use it as an entertainment mm. venue as well. So, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, um, so, yeah, it's nice when you discover little... Um, places like that because I remember once again talking to um, Ashley and Kyle, there's people we met that had been to Milan and were staying on the canals and they hadn't found the arena, you know, and they'd wander around a lot too. So I think we were we were pretty lucky to find that, weren't we? Yes, and then we decided it, the day the weather was just getting better and better and better. I don't know where this is going. And we walked <laughs> and walked and walked. So like, as you can tell, Lyle's getting raspy voice he's tired it's it's time for something to eat and drink yeah yes. and we found this beautiful little cafe um called bar bianco correct yeah and it's sort of overlooking one of the ponds and you can see the bridge and yeah it was so nice wasn't it and it was i can't remember what we had you probably had no do you no anyway but the meal that we had um and I, there is a picture of this as well it was so fancy, you know, the way it was um, plated up and presented and, and, and then they bring out your drink in a plastic cup. It's just bizarre. I don't know why I remember that. But anyway, but it was nice, wasn't it? Well, I think we'd have, we were sick of the wet weather. Mm. And... Uh, oh, the sun's the, shining brightly. Yeah, the day was just beautiful. Where we were was beautiful. Uh, you couldn't... I sort of said... We had man. a great day looking and exploring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. So... Beautiful day, explored, had lunch, nice drinks in the park, happy. We walked back to our hotel, yeah? It yeah. It was quite a walk. Yeah, it was a fair walk because we decided not to catch the hop-on, hop-off bus. We decided mm. we were going to just, because the day, the weather was so beautiful, yeah. we thought we'd just go for a, you know, a slow stroll back to the hotel yeah. and just to have a look around, see, you know. Have a bit of a, a bit more of an explore. Yeah. So back at the hotel and um, quick probably Batman change, <laughs> and we head out just for um, an early dinner. And... Yeah, we just wanted to find somewhere close. Yeah, because and... we knew we were gonna have to get up early to to head yeah. off again. And we're just basically around the corner was um, a restaurant, um, and it was Bianco Latte, which yeah. was a lovely little restaurant, you know. And Bianco means white, you know. So and all the furniture's white, and it was sort of part of a little bakery and a part of a little shop and had restaurant out the back and yeah we had a lovely dinner it was a great atmosphere you know you know yeah was I was great. really impressed to be yeah. honest it was very 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 well run yeah. I could see like where we were sitting in the kitchen and everything was spotless mm. all the waiters had uniforms on it was a really really good experience yeah. but, you know? and to be honest we had trouble finding somewhere yeah, we'll on the Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it was it was well, um, online. I was trying to find somewhere, and yeah, um, we, yeah we, we ended up going there because it had been open every day or every time. And we, we had no there. idea that there was a restaurant out the back. We oh. had just seen the front. Yeah, area. I saw people sitting at the front having coffee and little. Croissants yeah, and we thought and, you know we we're getting desperate for somewhere to, to mm, eat, mm. and then they said, "Oh yes, come through," and yeah. they out the back, and it was a it was a bloody big restaurant. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was full of families too, so it was obviously very child friendly yeah. and full of locals obviously yeah yeah full of locals yeah because they were all chatting and they were saying goodbye and yeah it was yeah it was nice 
And yeah, so we headed back to our beautiful hotel room and, um, you know, we didn't order room service wine this time. We didn't make that mistake twice, did we? No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> So Lyle, we're in Milano. We didn't want to be there, but we're glad that we, you know, the, the place we chose instead of Bologna was, was as much um, excitement and explore, exploration. We uh, enjoyed it. And I think a weekend in Milan or a couple of days in Milan is, you know, definitely something to do because it's like a transport hub. So, sure. you know, a lot of people go through there. So, Well, everybody I'd spoken to about Milan well, not everybody, but quite a few people, including even our travel agent, said, yeah, she's you, like, oh, you know, you're not going to miss out much. You're not going to miss out on much. I reject that. I think that if you're willing to explore a bit, mm. I mean, that that area, the du- Duomo and the Galleria, and that's just phenomenal. When you walk into it and it is so big, mm. but it is, and it just looks so classy. Do you know what? I would actually say, I prefer Milan over some of the other places we've been in some ways because you are able to walk and explore and that's what we like to do. You sure. know, we, we, we don't just want to sit and have lunch every day, you know, like well you do, but we need you need we need to be out exploring and be able to, to walk places. So I, I did enjoy that aspect of it. So And the park was just a you know, the know. cherry on top. So and, and then the arena, like how good was that? Yeah, you know? like I oh, yeah, I like for a weekend probably that's all you need. Yeah. But yeah, for the old uh uh, weekend away, romantic weekend away. Sure. It was uh, it was pretty fantastic. So no, my, no, my, me. Okay. You're not going to ask my question. This is my question to ask. Where was your favourite place to have a glass of wine? Uh, well, it certainly wasn't the room service bottle we had. I'd have to say at uh, the Bianco Cafe in uh, the park. Yeah. Uh, What's the name of the park again? It's um Parque Sempione. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was magnificent. I I think I said to you at the time, I couldn't think of a better place to be. Mm. Uh, well, I would say that because we weren't there that long, that would be my favourite place as well. So I'm going to cheat and say my favourite place to have a coffee was in Cafe Biffy. I knew you were going to say that. Because <laughs> we're sitting in the... Um, the Galleria, there's hardly another soul there. You know, it's so glamorous and... and That's the word, glamorous. Yeah, it was just beautiful and I, and I really, really loved and it. And the, the waiter there was excellent, yeah, if you was, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I, I, yeah, so that was one of my favourite experiences um, in uh, Milano. Yes, see. All right, before we um, say arrivederci, I uh, just wanted to... Or ciao. Or ciao. Just say, um, once again, you know, we love getting messages. I've been getting, people have just been sending me DMs on Instagram and saying, you know, I love the podcast. The podcast is great. You know, it's really helpful. You know, I've just been to Venice. Thanks so much for your podcast, all that sort of stuff. So it's fabulous and it makes us feel like, um, you know, we're, we're being helpful and, and useful and um, making all these podcasts is, is a worthwhile, um, you know, if people are getting a lot of information out of them. So if you have listened to one and you've enjoyed it, yeah, please send us a message. You can send us a direct message on Instagram at Beach Travel Wine, even on Facebook where you can send us a message there. Um, and we'd love to hear from you, wouldn't we, Dom? All right. So um, enjoy the episode. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the episode. And um, we'll be back next week for somewhere in uh, the Italian um, countryside, maybe, city. I don't know. You'll have to wait and see. Arrivederci. Ciao. Baby.